We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's good? Happy Monday to everyone out there. Hope you had an incredible weekend. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. The Anora boys are in the building. I am your boy, Sean Davis at SD2 Mics. This dude, the original Lucky Lefty himself, Malik Zaire, looking like he's Martin when he went away with that Romney uh, with a rock. <laughs> we are rock by Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. That premium American whiskey or norwhiskey.com. And if you drink, by all means, make sure that you do so. Responsibly. And don't forget, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Go subscribe right now on YouTube. Smash that like button for us. CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. We are the home of the misguided passion. It's the Lucky Lucky Podcast. We truly spin it different. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! 
Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Today left, it's a lot to talk about, right? FanDuel, they come out with their win totals early for the 2023 college football season. Notre Dame sits at eight and a half. Mm. I know where my money is going, but I wonder where everyone else is, might be landing on this. We'll talk about that a little bit left. Then we have our uh, NFL Combine recap. Not only the Notre Dame players, but just some things that jumped out at us. And then we lost someone special, pun intended. A special loss at no too much credit on uh on the Lucky mm. Lefty podcast week to week. Man. Special <laughs> teams special teams coach Brian Mason. Um takes a job with the Indianapolis Colts. The search is on. It's been rumors about someone, Marty Biaggi. Biaggi, we'll talk about that. Early enrollees, their official heights and weight. We'll dig into that a little bit. And then I'm glad somebody can say something. It is the traditionalist and the alumni of the University of Notre Dame against the Notre Dame fans and the Subway alumni. It's mm. a battle that's been raging for a bunch of years left. I don't know if you know this. I don't. Yeah, we'll get to it. And we have to listen to someone else bring it up and speak the truth about it. So we're going to bring it to LL Nation today and see what they have to say about it because I thought it was very intriguing. So we'll get to that. I want to start off by saying, you know, I had a great weekend left. How was yours? Good weekend. Uh, just getting into the swing of things. Um, it's getting warmer out here. So, you know, the events are starting to fly around, you know. Yeah, man. I had a great weekend. Bipolar from a weather standpoint, but a great weekend. Uh, Friday, we got hit with a snowstorm. Woke up Saturday. It was all melt, melted away. <laughs> Weather went up to like the 50s and continued on yesterday, sunny and 50. And the NBA gave me one of the greatest days of viewing pleasure I've ever had yesterday. Oh, Phoenix versus the Dallas and uh, oh, Golden State versus the Lakers and the Celtics versus the Knicks. I was like, oh man, this is beautiful. Three fantastic games. The KB NBA definitely needs the Mavs and the Suns to go game seven. Dude, that has to be a series, right? It's got it has, to. has to be a series. Set it up however you want to set it up. However you want to set it up. The fact that the Mavericks sent the Suns home last year the way they did. Yep. Luca, Devin Booker. It started last year. It continued yesterday after the game. Yep. Katie Kyrie saga. Sign me up. Yeah. Sign me up. And if they can find a way for Lakers and Golden State, if we can see Lakers and Golden State. 
In the playoffs, the sign State. me up. Sign they me up for that too. They don't look that good though. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They got a switch. <laughs> they got a switch. Certain certain teams just have a switch that other teams don't have. AD made Golden State. If AD plays like how he did last week and Brown comes back, that's the problem, right? It shouldn't be a game. That's the problem, right? Chicago man can't stay can't stay uninjured. Hey, I just told you our weather is bipolar. Sometimes our hoopers are bipolar too, bro. I mean, I'm sorry. As much as I love them, AD makes it makes the the the, the series between the two unfair. If you bring LeBron and AD versus what Golden State has, if AD plays how he should, it shouldn't be a seven game series. You know, they should be mm-hmm. winning outright. Yeah, because they don't have an answer for AD. But AD likes to. I don't know. I don't know how you explain it. Dude, he just dominated yesterday. He dominated. No, I don't under, I don't explain how he can be like that, and then be so injury prone, or just have games where you like you just out there, you know. I, I man, I understand, bro. I understand. Zach Levine, man, great top five NBA talent. Yeah, but I had a great weekend left. Not only that, Saturday night. I don't know if you saw, but I watched Chris Chris Rock's uh, special live on Netflix. That's right. Did you catch it live? Like, cause you know he he was counting down. No, I caught it live, and then I caught the 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 post show. They had a post show. Oh, after the show, yeah, it was like uh, Dana Carvey, um, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, JB Smooth, Yvonne Orji, Arsenio Hall. Yeah, but it was like a twenty minute post show where they talked about. You know, all the jokes. You know, I thought, look, man, I am, I don't take myself, nor do I take life too serious. So when a comedian is broaching a subject that others might deem sensitive, I'm not one of those that's like, ooh. You take it with a grain of salt. I want, man, let me see how creative this individual is. Maybe it's funny. With this subject, it was some funny stuff, bro. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Meghan Markle stuff was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious, bro. Hilarious. Because oh, made oh, it. Oh, racist. Yeah, yeah, because once you, you know, the, the microscope, the media blows it up to be something much bigger. And it really is normal, everyday stuff. It's really like what she went through really is normal everyday stuff. And it deals with our society, you know, prejudging, having preferences, and just overall, it's tough to impress the in-laws, bro. In general. It's man, it's tough impressing the the in-laws. And like you said, in general. And he was like, yo, how did you not know? Did you not Google the history of the royal family? Like, what, what, what did you expect? She didn't do a research, man. She didn't do a research. Oh, it was fantastic. And then, of course, the way he ended it, you, you knew. You knew he had a counterpunch for Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. You knew he did. It took about three months to think about it. Did. Yeah. He didn't do no interviews and nothing. But the thing is, you know, it's hard to beat somebody that can get on the internet every day or get on the mic every day. 
get on stage yeah like us and be a journalist on youtube every day mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know it's hard to beat that because the internet wins sometimes you gotta roll with it and you know hopefully will doesn't respond or if he does i mean this seems like a, a great comedic beef for the near future <laughs> it would be cool if he had an ig post being sarcastic yeah and like, taking it in good fun just take it in good fun that's yeah, what yeah. that'd be dope that would be dope you would feel like okay everything is kind of squashed you know he got his lick back and everything moves on i would i would love that i don't think that's coming because he used a certain word to describe his wife yeah yeah that might have might have heightened things but uh might have made it worse it might have made it worse i definitely would have felt a little bit uncomfortable <laughs> if i was watching it and even if they didn't watch it they're going to hear about it their children are going to, it's everywhere on social media clips everything so once again great weekend i did i was supposed to go see creed 3 i didn't get a chance to go see it really yeah, I didn't get a chance to go see it. Um, I went and saw the NBA games, man. Yeah, I went and saw Justin Scott Friday night. He is one game. They play tonight in a super sectional against Gray's Lake. And uh, my man might be going back downstate in basketball. Mm -hmm. So I checked him out a little bit Friday night. But other than that, it was a great weekend, love. It really was. It was a great weekend. Sundays are always good, man, because most of my Sundays are church and family. You know, mom's mom's made the oxtails yesterday, bro. Mm. I don't I, know about oxtails, but what? Man, not healthy for you, man. Dude, now it's you're like, trying to you trying to sit up and act like I've seen the recipes you post online, bro. You do not eat clean. Stop. Stop. There's, there's a lot of health concerns <laughs> with oxtails, man. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of health concerns with the recipes you post as well. <laughs> it's, all, it's all in moderation. <laughs> Lucky Lefty Podcast. So let's start with the NFL Combine. Notre Dame was represented. You had Michael Mayer. You had Jared Patterson. You had Brandon Joseph. And you had Isaiah Foskey. Um, we touched on the things Isaiah Foskey said when he met with the media and how he spoke about Jordan Botello being the next one in line and Notre Dame as a pass rusher. Isaiah Foskey then went out and put in work as we expected him. The buzz coming out of it is he has a chance to get into the back end of the first round, depending upon the team. But then again, you know, more than likely he's a second day pick right now. He, I don't think he exceeded expectations. I think most people expected him to be athletic, you know, 260, 4'6". Hey, oh, he did what we expected to do. So right. uh, Michael Mayer did the exact same thing. Mm. Exact same. Let me tell you something, man. Michael Mayer has some really quick feet when it comes to him getting out of his breaks. That's the one thing I saw in the field drills that, you know, maybe – you don't get a chance to really see, but you get into the field drills, it's like, okay. Yeah, I think, I think with the tight ends, especially because I saw some guys that look pretty good, like uh, the tight end from Utah. I didn't really know 
uh, too much about him before the combine, but man, he looked pretty smooth too. So I really think mm-hmm. tight ends, especially how combine training is these days, everybody looks pretty dang good in shirts and shorts. Like Michael Mayer didn't look like the the smoothest, most athletic tight end in the draft. I mean, look, they had Darnell Washington's big self out there at six seven, feel like three hundred. He's huge. So you know, you definitely got to dig into the game tape. Uh, on these tight ends, especially when it comes to being a passer, uh, you know, a pass blocker, a run blocker, or a pass catcher. Um, I think for Michael Mayer, his tape has shown enough to put him in good conversations as, as the first, what, top two or three tight ends taken. Um, but the combine definitely uh, gave way to guys that were like, tweeners guys are still has some some scouting out on them but i do i do think that um because of michael mayer's tape he he put some stuff in the in the standalone conversation but if you're going off of that combine you mean i mean everybody looked pretty damn good oh i think you're mute the combine training is pretty spectacular too i mean you seeing guys get faster every year Seeing a D lineman run a four four mm-hmm. is pretty crazy. Now for Nolan Smith, you know he's more linebacker. You know he'll drop in the coverage and stuff. So I, I kind of expect him to be pretty fast. But the Tennessee lineman running a four four, I'm like, I playing in the game today is crazy. <laughs> now, it's crazy because we all know that the combine should be taken in moderation. Yes, right? the combine exactly. should be used to confirm what the film says, right? It should confirm what the film says. And in certain situations where you can have a workout warrior at the combine and I don't know how much you can really, how much stock you can really put into it. I think the combine confirmed Isaiah Foskey. I think it confirmed Michael Mayer. You know, I think Jared Patterson had the best, for me, Jared Patterson had the most approved. In my opinion, Jerry Patterson had the most approved. Well, him and Brandon Joseph, but man, do we really even claim that dude, man? Yeah, do we claim Brandon Joseph? I don't think we even claim Brandon Joseph. Yeah, we, yeah, he got his bachelor's from Northwestern, right? (laughs) We don't claim that dude, man. We claim Jack Cole, though, we claiming that. Yeah, we do. We claim Jack Cole. Even on sure. XFL, they say the Notre Dame first. Then they say Wisconsin. Because <laughs> <laughs> they know that Notre Dame is That's like, funny. How do, we, how do we go about what's, – what's the requirements to claim grad transfers? <laughs> what's the requirement, LL Nation? What's the requirement <laughs> to claim grad transfers? Let us know in the chat. <laughs> Lefty podcast. <laughs> And 16, yeah, yeah, 16 can keep that purple on, bro. Uh, <laughs> keep the, yeah, he can keep that purple on. He's still a wildcat. <laughs> Came out and still a herd. Right. You know. Take that four six five speed. Yeah. And stay up there. Stay at Evanston. I thought Jared Patterson did a really good job. I think That's Jared right. Patterson, we talked to Robert Hainsey last year. And I think Jared Patterson is going to find himself in a position where he's going to be versatile and he's going to be able to play every position on the line. 
Mm. Right. I think his biggest strength is going to be guard, guard to guard in the NFL. And if you can play center, which he can, man, you're invaluable in the NFL. Invaluable. So he's just one of those players. I think he proved his footwork, his leveraging, the field drills, ran a good 40, kind of confirmed what people thought he was athletically. He's going to be invaluable. And look, we say it all the time. Notre Dame players end up being much better in the pros. Somehow they get to the pros and they elevate, right? They're not like Alabama offensive linemen. They get drafted high and then just somehow just flop. I think, I think our linemen specifically that 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 he stand kicks in, and that training and that training carries over to uh, what they can take and learn and 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 work on themselves after they leave he stand. Whereas Alabama. You know, you're you're built off of physically being and uh, superior than all your other competitions. So you lifting and eating right or, and, and doing, you know, you have all the resources in the world at Alabama, I'm assuming. So there's different things that make you a great player for that time span. But Alabama players in general, you know, that carry over to the NFL is not too many that have the success that we have. So I think as a technique, especially O-lineman-wise, you get to see – future Hall of Famers like Zach Martin and Q Nelson and, and Ronnie going in there handling their business, you can tell that the, the coaching development that we had at Notre Dame is far superior uh, and, and needs a lot more credit than, is, than it has been getting in the past few years. Man, you can say that 10 times over, and it's been proven. And Robert Hainsey talked about it when we talked to him last week. It, it means something. Like he he talked about going through his first training camp and pretty much saying, "Man, I suck," but it it was the words of Harry Heastan that stayed with him and got him through with some other mentors like Ship AQ AQ Shipley and some AO Shipley and other guys that got him through. So it's it's really a legacy that Notre Dame continues to build upon. As you see, that's our producer right there, little left. <laughs> he's saying it's your sometimes your... sometimes he likes to be on on uh camera <laughs> lucky lefty podcast it's only a kick a jump a block it's only a serve it's only a tackle a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Charlie Jones were in a 4-4-3? I was just about to say, this was the funniest, man. I was watching this, 
And when he ran it, I said, freaking Charlie Jones. Freaking Charlie Jones. Go away. Freaking Charlie Jones, man. We're going to see you flashing that third, fourth round or something. Going to a nice team. But you know what? Charlie Jones is going to make it in the league, bro. Oh, hell yeah. He's going to make it in the league. Hunter wins. He's going to make it in the league. Yeah. He he definitely got the the right grad transfer. Yeah. He transferred to the right place, and it, it, yeah, you know, so. absolutely. Now, I will like to say this: Can I give a PSA for the city of Chicago? <laughs> can I? Can I do this? The city of Chicago and all Chicago Bears fans <laughs> would like to thank C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, and Will Levis for making the quarterbacks hot. And making our first pick even hotter. We appreciate you. From the Chicago Bears fan base, we thank you for the performance that you put on Saturday. How hot can it be? The NFL Combine. Ryan Pohl said he walked away from the Combine with three trade offers where he gets a first this year and a first in 24. That's amazing. amazing, Bears fans should be shouting all over the place. You should be running through the aisles at your job right now. It's okay. Go ahead and take a praise break, Bears fans. Go ahead and take a praise break. Go ahead. Go ahead. I wish I had an organ right now. Go ahead. Who offered them that much? For what quarterback? Yo, this is on the Peter King, Peter King's podcast. Ryan Pohl said he has already. We're not even close. We're still like a month and days away. He already has three offers. With a first and 23 and a first and 24. Coach Vic, yes, he is. All the time. All the time, Coach Vic. All the time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm just saying, left. It was beautiful to watch. With each throw that CJ Stroud made, I was like, get closer to Bryce Young. Make it closer. Make teams think. Be natural. Be yeah. Anthony Richardson. Oh, run that 4 4. What? 40 inch vert? Oh, my God. If they can fall in love with Mr. Trubisky, I know they can fall in love with you. This is amazing. This is absolutely amazing football. Chicago Bears fans all over the world waiting just straight hands in the air left saying thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. This is turning out to be absolutely amazing. But y'all, y'all pick just like Baltimore picks receivers, so y'all know how to, how to ruin a draft for sure. Left, you didn't have to say that, man. You didn't have to say that. So you didn't have to, you didn't have, you didn't have to say that. You didn't have to say that. You didn't have to say that. You didn't have to say that, Left. We pick, we pick quarterbacks mm. like Baltimore picks receivers. Except <laughs> as long as Justin Fields works on that accuracy, like they told him at the gas station. At the gas station. Like they told him at the gas station. As long as you work on that accuracy. As long as you work on that accuracy, we all good. He heard it at the local grocery store. <laughs> as, long as, you, as long as you, yo, as long as you take care of it, it's all good. But we thank you, NFL, because you put on an absolute show and show the quarterbacks in a way that needed to be done. 
for the Bears to capitalize on this number one overall pick. My, my, my. Anybody else stand out to you? Oh, man, I really, like, I really like the combine because, you know, I get to confirm a lot of what, you know, they try to make of some guys. I do realize that it's getting faster and faster. Um, so that's cool to see. Um, the quarterbacks, I think this group is a lot better than what people give uh, the credit for. I think next year will be a little better. But it'll be interesting to see what, what happens with the Anthony Richardson hype train. I just think nowadays the league's just is too pass-heavy, man, and if you want to win championships. So hopefully he can develop that aspect in the right system. If he don't go to the right place, I think it's just going to be hard for him. My man needs to do some yoga, bro. That dude, he's too tight. He is. He's too tight to be a quarterback. He needs to talk to uh, Tom Brady, become pliable. Yeah. Like, He's just too tight, man. And I think that affects him and his touch with him being so tight. Now, man, his his deep ball is one of the most deep, beautiful deep balls I've ever seen. That th- he he threw the ball 70 yards effortless. It was effortless. No, for real. It was effortless. Like but that's because he's he's stronger than, <laughs> than everybody bro. there. I mean, he's definitely got a bigger cannon than Will Levis. So I don't know why Will Levis. Man, got- you know what? Hey, hey, you and Anthony, oh, y'all got to relax. We cannot let this type of stuff get out. Will <laughs> Levis was absolutely amazing Saturday. He was amazing. <laughs> NFL teams, he was absolutely amazing. Big arm. He can run. He can move in the pocket. He's tough. He can take the hits. He can stick the throws in the face of a pass rush. He's absolutely amazing. Don't watch the film. Definitely not from this year. Go to 2022. Jeez. He was amazing. Don't believe what Anthony O and Balika saying. He's amazing. Oh my goodness! I, so I hope that we hope will not. We will not take bad propaganda <laughs> that harms the number one pick on the Lucky Lefty podcast. We won't receive it. We will not receive it. All right, don't drop the ball now. Y'all get to the race. Don't don't you know run through the finish line. Oh, man, Lucky Lucky Podcast. Can I give you my top performers? It's just me. I'm going to get a special shout-out, of course. But the number one performer for me left was C.J. Stroud, man. Mm. C.J. Stroud wrote just purely as a passer, when you watch him pass, he throws a beautiful ball, man. Yeah, the man looks mostly, Yeah. Just everything about him from the time he takes the to gets the ball. To, man, how will he adjust to being under center? We'll see. I think he's very advanced in like the passing game. So I don't think the board and defense is up. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. All right, yeah. I have one big problem with him. What? You couldn't beat Michigan, bro. Like, what happened against Michigan? Well, I would put it okay. You had the you had the one game against Georgia. I got it. But he put the same type of numbers in both Michigan losses that he put up in Georgia. So I think he did beat Michigan. It's 
No, he did not. I take that back. He did not beat Michigan. So in two years. Only played in two years. Left. I have to go back and look at those games. Because I'll venture to say that Michigan had a better secondary, which was confirmed by the combine. You look at DJ Turner and what he ran. Ran like a 4-2. I told. I remember I told you. I told you DJ Turner was going to run fast at the end of the year. I told you that. He's fast as hell. I didn't even know that. And I told you they had a freshman that played, that started towards the end of the year. He's going to be fantastic in a couple of years as well at the combine. Yeah, Michigan pulling off four two guys. They they doing some. They doing a job. Man, you get a four two guy, you can go man to man. I think that's Mike Mickens is building towards that as well, right? He's building towards that with the corner. And the as a man like, team would be pretty crazy. Man, does he know the name as a man-to-man team? We tried it in 15. Hell, we tried in 12. Dude, I don't know what that was Brian Van Gorda was trying. (laughs) He had cornerbacks making checks and audibles. I've never heard of anything like that in my life. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Man, Lucky Lucky Podcast. Anthony Richardson is second on my list. I do. I I know he – look, I can't take anything from what he showed on Saturday. If Anthony Richardson is on your list at two, then it has to be Will Levis at three or four. Because he went six and six. Will Levis, for the sake of Bears propaganda for the number one pick, he is on my list. He is on my list. You are correct. For the sake of Bears propaganda, he's on my list. You are right, No, 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 no. My true feelings about Will Levis would never be discovered. Never. Until after the first round. There you go. There you go. There you go. After the trade is announced. Look, look, Anthony Richardson – Look, nothing about what he did from a measurable translates to playing quarterback in the NFL. No, unfortunately not. <laughs> nothing. But you can't sit here and tell me. Like, people want to complain about what he did. He's getting tested. What do you expect him to do? Yeah. If, he, if he's yeah. running the 40, he should run what he runs. Yeah. If he's testing his vert, he should jump what he can jump. He should broad jump what he can do. People are like mad that he went out and tested well. That's who he is. He's putting his best foot forward to get noticed and to bring attention of the teams that are quarterback needy, which five of them are in the top ten, upon him. Can't be mad about that. Can't be mad about that. Man, great job, young man, but you have to do something about that 54% completion percentage. I know that. Well, if he goes to Seattle, they, he won't have to worry about it because they're going to run the ball. And he gets to sit behind Geno, who by all man, I'm telling you, Geno is known across, maybe not when he came into the NFL, but Geno Smith has become one of the most well-liked players in the NFL. Really? He really has. Absolutely. That's a complete, a complete switch. Complete 180 from when he came into the NFL. Absolutely. Absolutely. You talk so you, to people. They like him in, uh, in, in Seattle pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good place for him to land. Good place for him to go. 
Nolan Smith from Georgia. Oh, yeah. My man. <laughs> he on the petty train, too, but yeah, we get yeah, it. Yeah, oh, man. He's definitely on the petty train. The lifelong oh, petty train. I ain't run my fastest. We do, the, we do the more with less at Georgia. Man, shut up. Yeah. They, they said we were on 7 and 5 at the beginning. Man, shut up. Who is over there writing down there on these articles that these lies? They just straight up lies. <laughs> but 439, 41 inch vertical. Yeah, he's a freak. This man is 239. Wait, uh, how tall is he? Like 6'2. Six, 6'2. Six, yeah, yeah, bring him to Chicago. Come on. Over Will Anderson? Dude, I'm talking, I'm getting greedy. <laughs> I want to trade back and get like five number one picks, dude. Like, oh, you want you want to keep the trade back like four number one picks and get all of the top guys in on defense. Oh man, and then get a then get a fantastic trade or something. Yes, coming in at number four for me, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Let me tell you something, bro. He didn't run the forty. Still, I, I, I'm still worried about the fact that he's recovering from a hamstring. Yeah, because back to the Notre Dame game, that's that's kind of troubling that he run the forty. He's going to run it at his up uh, at his pro day at Ohio State. But I will say this: the route running and the cone drills and the quickness confirmed. Yeah, he does confirm. Confirm, like, hey, I got you. Coming in number five for me, B. John Robinson. Let me tell you something. That's another one. Yeah. That can come on to Chicago. I mean, he, I mean, people are talking about drills. And that's a new drill for the running backs. I like that. Because it really does show that footwork. Uh with the three bags or the one that step over. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's a good drill. That's a good drill. I love that drill. Very nice. 4-4. Four, four. He coasted to a 4-4. Four, four. He wasn't even running hard. He just coasted to a 4-4. Four, four I love the ones that don't look like they're running hard and run something crazy. Man. Man. On the field drills. Pure hand catcher. The dude. He's just a dude, man. He's a dude. From what I'm hearing, he's going to be taken in the team. Like teams are falling in love with him, and a lot of teams consider him one of the top three players in the draft. Period. He just happens to be at that position that's not valued in today's NFL. But he put on a show. I want to give love to the Northwestern Wildcats because out of Tamiwa, out of Bawari, edge rusher for Northwestern, man, he ran a four four nine. At 282 pounds, he might be on the Trayvon Walker, who ended up being the number one overall pick by the Jaguars. He might be on. He might be on that type of track. Possibly, definitely not being the number one pick, but he he definitely solidified that he should fall in the first round at some point. That's absolutely amazing. I didn't know they had athletes like that in Northwestern. 282 pounds running 449. But that film, though, that film is going to be interesting. That film is going to be very interesting for me. 
Arnell Washington. I think the Bijan thing too would be great for a Dallas fit. You know, Tony Pollard just got the franchise tag. I'm sure they probably want to move on. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't make me smile, Left. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. You do that. You're doing it. You're trolling right now. Trolling. That'd be a you're great pickup. Right you're trolling right now. That'd be a great pickup. I, I see what you're doing. You're trolling right now, Left. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't but do you know that. what's always crazy about the draft? No matter how much we think we know, we get into that first, second round, it'd be people picked that I'm like, really? Where'd that come from? Every oh, absolutely. Time, I think last year was probably the worst year for trying to predict the outcome of the first round just because you're like, they were taking players from all over the place for the first round. And I think that a lot of that just becomes conjecture, you know, because they put so much energy into breaking down the littlest things that they think they find in diamonds in the rough. Uh, from coastal Carolina, some of these crazy places. But, you know, I think when the film is the film, the guys you hear about during the year are pretty much the guys the whole time. Yeah. I think when you're recruiting, if you just want athletes, I just think that's a whole nother way of recruiting if you want a football team. Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation, a conjunction with Irish breakdown, all of our great content. We are the home of the misguided passion. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Hit that like button. We appreciate you guys. All your comments. Somebody actually thought somebody thought we were being like extra serious with the whole apology bit on Friday. It was funny talking to them after the show left. <laughs> they were like, Sean, you need to apologize to left. You shouldn't have done that to him. I'm like, whoa, relax. <laughs> relax. That's good. Trust me. That was wait good. a minute. That we're, just having, we're having fun only the way the Lucky Lucky podcast has fun on our show. But we thank everybody for tapping in. I have one more because I'm doing my top eight. Darnell Washington and then bringing up the rear. Yo, I didn't see this. But Deontay Banks, the defensive back from Maryland. Mm. Oh, yeah, he had a good he had a good run at the 42. Yeah. Yo, him and Christian Gonzalez. Mm. Christian Gonzalez had a 41 and a half inch vertical. An 11-1 broad jump running 4-3-8. At cornerback, I'll take that. I'll take that. And then Deontay Banks said, hold my beer. 4-3-5, 11-4 broad jump and a 42-inch vertical. Those two gentlemen made a lot of money, in my opinion. They made a lot of money, in my opinion. So that's the NFL combine. When we come back left, I'm going to delve into tradition. Alumni at Notre Dame versus Subway alumni and Notre Dame fans. Mm. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spin it differently.